There are many ways people listen to Vision, including DAB Plus Digital Radio. If you're in Greater Sydney, Melbourne or Brisbane and have a digital radio receiver in your car or home, you'll find Vision Christian Radio on the station list. If you're visiting one of these cities and hiring a car, there's a good chance it will have a DAB receiver and you'll be able to enjoy vision with exceptional sound quality while you drive around. If you don't already own a DAB receiver, you'll find many models, including clock radios at electronic retailers for under $100. To find out more about vision on digital radio and whether you're within the broadcast footprint, see vision.org.au slash DAB. However, and wherever you listen to Vision, you can be sure that the announcers, programs and music will help you look to God daily. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. I wonder whether you can remember back to your school days when you might have read some books, some of them sometimes on the school book list, uh, books by... Orwell, 1984, or Huxley's Brave New World. Uh, They were books that were set in the future. And oftentimes today, when people look at those books, they see some of the things that were predicted for the future from back in the 1940s to things that they're seeing unfold before our eyes on our television screens and with the intrusion of government in the lives of people today. Well, Bill Muhlenberg has been writing about what is soon to be known, I think, because I think it'll gain in popularity, the idea of Rainbow Big Brother. And he's saying Rainbow Big Brother is here. Let's get some insights. Bill Muhlenberg, welcome back to 2020. Always great to be here. Bill, drawing the uh, conclusion that when you looked at those books uh, that you might have read in your school days and seeing some of those things come to fruition, even some of the same terminologies uh, mm. being used today, it's really a scary thing, isn't it? Well, it certainly is. Uh, those guys really had a kind of prophetic edge to them as they warned about uh, the powers of a police state that could control every aspect of your life and basically force us to do what was politically correct, what the state asked of you. So they had stuff like uh, thought police and hate crimes, words that we use quite frequently now. And generally it's in the context of the the homosexual lobby, uh, where if we don't agree with their ideas or um, some of the foolish nostrums, like there's all sorts of genders, you can be one today, another tomorrow, a third the next day. If you even dared to disagree with some of these positions of the radical left, uh, you're accused of hate speech. And uh, increasingly, they're saying even your thoughts that you think need to be in conformity with the reigning uh, dictates of the activists and often governments that run with them. So, yeah, it's really amazing that, say, 60, 70 years ago, when these guys wrote these novels, Uh, Well, we're certainly seeing it played out today and certainly in the whole arena of the very radical homosexual agenda. In the book 1984, Mm -hmm. there's even reference to what was known as a telescreen, a television and a security camera, both Mm -hmm. operating out of the one device. In some sense, that was very prophetic, Bill. Yeah, well, that's quite scary. 
um, you know, and it wasn't just normal TV you could watch. You were basically watching Big Brother and what he wanted to tell you. But the other side of this TV was basically, as you said, a security camera where Big Brother could watch you. They could keep an eye on your every movement, what you were doing, what you were saying. Uh, and of interest, if you read early on in 1984, you read about even a facial expression could give you away. You know, if you didn't have a complete uh, uh, joy and acceptance of what Big Brother was saying and doing, if you looked worried or fearful or looked like you weren't happy with what was going on, well, the telescreen could pick that up too, and that would be enough to have you arrested by the thought police and uh, incarcerated and tortured for not going along with uh, the dictates of Big Brother. And sadly, we're seeing this more and more in the politically correct world of today. Well, Bill, there's some other terminology that is being introduced into our vernacular. Mm. And uh, terminology like modern homophobia uh, as something separate from what people have recognized as now what is uh, obviously the old form of Mm -hmm. homophobia. Uh, But this new Modern homophobia. Bill, this is something that is new, it is significant, and uh, it's meaningful and something to to look out for. Yeah, absolutely, and it's not just uh, theoretical, it's alive and well. In fact, there's a group called the Global Alliance for LGBT Education, which is radically pushing this. And even though they may be an international group, they have the full support and membership of people like Roz Ward, the uh, architect of our Safe Schools program, which we've talked about so often here in Australia. That's, uh, you know, in about 500 different schools. So now Ward and the GALE organization are saying we need to move on the traditional homophobia, which itself is fairly new. You know, the idea, if you disagree with anything that the homosexual activists are doing or saying, you're... uh, You know, again, you're being hate-filled and you're being intolerant and the law should start cracking down on you. Now they're saying we need a new modern homophobia definition, which I suppose you could talk about passive and aggressive, right? In the old days, you could say, well, I'm, I'm not keen about the homosexual agenda. I think it's wrong. But now they're even saying if you simply say something like, well, I'd prefer to send my son to a school where... There's, you know, two genders, or I prefer to tell my children that heterosexuality is the norm. If you simply, you know, have a preference for the ordinary understanding of biology and reality, that is now a new form of homophobia. In other words, it's not just saying, uh, uh, you know, I want to be tolerant and I want to be nice and accept you guys. Now we have to actively promote and encourage and celebrate the homosexual lifestyle. And if we're not doing that, well, much like uh, George Orwell's uh, telescreen, they'll look at your face, they'll look at your uh, obvious lack of interest and enthusiasm, and for uh, the new homosexual militants, that should uh, become a crime as well. That is something the thought police will get after you about as well. It's not just the passive tolerance, 
now we have to actively accept and embrace everything, including the whole notion of gender diversity. So it really is a brave new world kind of scenario, and it's getting worse by the day. This whole idea of a passive tolerance bill, uh, the idea that, well, I want to be a fence-sitter here. I think I'll just be quiet. I won't say I'm for, I won't say I'm against, and there are an awful lot of people who are like that. Uh, But really, this sort of fence-sitter idea, uh, it actually gives you that label, doesn't it? Uh, A modern homophobe, just for simply remaining silent. Well, that's right. You can't even do that anymore. You can't even just, out of fear of being branded uh, intolerant and a bigot and hate-filled, a lot of people, as you say, simply remain silent. Well, now the activists are telling us even that's not good enough. You have to be very vocal and out front about your support and promotion of the radical homosexual and gender bender agendas. Otherwise, you're clearly still homophobic, and we still need to throw you into the re-education camps. So again, this is all brave new world stuff. The communists, right, did this with the recalcitrants. They put them in re-education camps so that they would think straight. You have to think like the party wants you to think. And that's exactly where the homosexual activists are now taking us. You either endorse and celebrate and promote homosexual and gender-bending lifestyle, or you're in need of getting your mind uh, recalibrated to go with the times. So it's, it's, it's getting real scary. And George Orwell and Otis Huxley, you know, I think even they would be shocked at how bad things have gotten. You know what image comes to mind, Bill? You know, oftentimes when you'll see North Korean military parades mm-hmm. or when the North Korean president is going through on a motorcade and the people are overwhelmingly gushy and glowing with their praise and adoration for the leader. And it's like there's this mental mind manipulation that convinces people of something that really isn't true, that somehow or other their passing leader is a god. Mm. Uh, but there is this sort of idea of having to to actually pretend uh, openly yeah. and loudly that you are in favour of a homosexual agenda. Yeah. Uh, that's, a, that's a bit challenging, isn't it? Well, it's, you're exactly right in raising the parallel here. Uh, in North Korea, they do this not because they all necessarily love the guy. Most of them hate the guy. Right, People are starving to death. They're eating bark off of trees to stay alive in North Korea. This is a horrible place. But if they don't show public uh, enthusiasm for their dictator, they'll be rounded up, sent to the prison camps, if not killed. And that's exactly in, uh, you know, perhaps a slightly less uh, bad form so far, where we are really headed today in the West, where the activists are getting so brazen to say that we must vocally, uh, enthusiastically promote what they're on about. Otherwise, we're somehow guilty of the crime of homophobia, and there will be just punishments accordingly. Um, Wow, scary times, and this is where we're headed. So we need, as Christians of all people, to be alert, to be wise as to the times, and to not allow this to get out of hand. Bill, sometimes as Christians, we talk about an orthodox Christianity, and then there are those that are into an alternative branding that we would call a cult. 
and a lot of those cults have something in common, that they're into what we'd call a cult mind control. Uh, What appears to be the case in the way that this manipulation is continuing from the homosexual lobby is that there's this creation of a homosexual cult Mm. mind control. Yeah, well, absolutely. It is becoming cult-like. You do what your leader says and uh, otherwise face the consequences. And uh, we see this more and more with what we call political correctness, the whole idea that you go along with what the state and the activists are demanding of you. Otherwise, you're uh, labeled, uh, you know, intolerant, bigoted, hateful. And it it does become cult-like. And sadly, I've seen even Christians get on board where, uh, you know, they're actually defending the radical agendas of, say, the homosexual lobby or other groups so they've allowed the world around it to really conform them to the world's way of thinking instead of the other way around. And it's getting scary. I uh, just had a person today, in fact, said Jesus would be into all the uh, tolerance and diversity, and he would be fully in favor of the gender-bending theories and so on. Uh, it's getting bad news when Christians start saying things like that. But, yep, it's getting to be cultic, and Christians are called to be counter cultural. We are called to stand against the flow, to, uh, you know, stay true to biblical truth and absolutes. And today it's getting more and more costly to do so. And Bill, just this week, and reflecting on just how close people in Victoria came uh, to having some aggressive new Mm -hmm. laws, uh, talking about the Equal Opportunity Amendment Bill uh, that was before the Victorian Upper House on Tuesday, and also the legislation that would have changed birth certificates to be gender neutral. Those things were defeated, but only very narrowly, and uh, just indicates just how serious things are. Yeah, it's a real problem. It's not, again, theoretical. This is happening every day here in Australia and the West. Uh, Two very, uh, well, diabolical bills were just narrowly both defeated. Uh, We praise God for that. It's a wonderful victory indeed, but, you know, never, never should even have gotten that far. Shouldn't have passed the lower house, shouldn't have got that close in the upper so the very fact that, you know, instead of looking after the important issues of the day, we have parliaments now debating whether or not we can throw gender out the window, whether we can target uh, church groups and Christians with being, well, forced to effectively hire non-Christians or atheists or Muslims. I mean, how did government to get into that kind of uh, social engineering. I thought the job of government was to do some of the basics, you know, health care, education, and so on. But today, many of our governments have become active promoters of very radical, very hostile and anti-Christian left-wing agendas. So we savor the, the two victories we recently had in Victoria, but boy, the, the battles continue. And when that sort of mind control technique, uh, even begins to control governments so that they are at the behest of the agenda of the minority. Uh, We know that there is a major issue and somebody has to speak up. Well, Bill, I'll point people to a couple of your latest articles. Uh, One of those, uh, which was in celebration of that win this week, called Terrific News in the Culture Wars, and uh, another article that we've been talking about today, Rainbow Big Brother is Here. Uh, people can simply uh, Google K 
Culture Watch, or you can go to BillMuhlenberg.com. Bill, always good getting your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Always great to be with you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.